in my house I can't leave There's only so much I can stream Want to go to the park I want to go outside <laughs> Quarantine, let me leave I want to go outside Quarantine, let me leave. <laughs> oh, it just won't stop. Oh my God, James, what has gotten into you? Pull yourself together. Get up off your knees. Well, actually, James, you can stay down on your knees if you want to. But wipe those tears. People need you. You've got a podcast to do. You're right. You're right. I must remain strong for my dozen listeners. They need me right now. They need me. But honestly, it's day 157 of quarantine. What is happening? Just this year, Australia was on fire. And I'm talking the whole fucking continent was on fire. We thought that was the worst of it. But no. And then uh, World War III almost starts with some general guy getting killed. Who cares about him? But look, the whole world was almost at war. And then freaking Kobe Bryant dies. It's like, what the hell's happening? We thought, okay, it can't get any crazier than this. <laughs> if it can, I'd like to see that. <laughs> then what happens? The world does wind up going to war, but not against each other. Oh no. By the coronavirus, COVID-19. And it spread throughout the world quicker than a young girl's legs on prom night. Oh my God, James, you can't mention that. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All you strong, independent women. No, James, that's fine. About the prom. Because school's canceled, James. None of the seniors can go to prom this year. And it's a sensitive subject. You shouldn't talk about it. Okay, fine. All right. Sorry. Fair enough. Yeah, so uh, COVID-19 is all over the place. Changing the whole fucking world. Making things worse and worse as time goes on. Killing tens of thousands of people. Changing the way of life forever. This is like the th same thing with like 9-11. Once 9-11 happened, oh boy, no turning back. Things all changed. Same shit with this. And it's going to be worse. I'm almost a little upset that I'm alive during this time. Why couldn't I be around during like the free love days? Just fucking around, doing drugs, listening to cool music. God, they had the best time. Look what we got. <laughs> you want to go to the store? Cover your face. Fuck. <laughs> you want to wipe your ass? No more toilet paper. Have there been enough toilet paper jokes? All right. Now, as if this isn't enough, we're still dealing with this shit. Then what happens? Can it get worse? Well, Kim Jong-un apparently is dead. Who cares about that? That's kind of some good news, right? He was kind of a douche. That's big news, though. And then, if that's not enough, send in the murder hornets. What the fuck is murder hornets? Oh, you'll see. They're going to come and kill everyone. It says right in their name. They're going to murder everything. <laughs> Have you seen the size of those fucking things? I just saw a photo. I don't know what, how big the person was that was holding these things, but it pretty much was the size, the width of their hand. All right? From one side of their palm to the other. I hope it was a little person holding those things. Because if it wasn't, if it was a normal sized person, we are fucked. 
Those things are enormous. I already get scared of a wasp flies around me. Imagine a murder hornet. <laughs> murder hornet. Oh, Jesus. I think the murder hornets are opening up for... Uh, oh, actually, there's no concerts. That joke doesn't work no more. Damn it. Uh, yeah, what else can happen, huh? What else are you going to throw at us? James, you shouldn't say that. What, like me saying that is going to introduce some kind of new craziness? Yes, James. If you put it into the universe, the universe will respond. Oh, here we go. All right, Mr. Universe, if you're listening out there, I'm speaking for everyone on Earth. Please stop sending biblical plagues. <laughs> All right? We've had enough. We just want to go back to baseball games, happy hour with your buddies, and uh, backyard barbecues or whatever. Whatever the fuck. All of it. We want, we want out. What do we got to do? All right. What do we have to do? Whatever you want me to do, I'll do it. I got some ideas, James. Not you. The uh, universe person that's making all these decisions. You know what I think's happening? I think this is all Asia. Oh, God. Here we go, James. Yep. Yeah. Hear me out. Where did this, uh, where did this coronavirus come from, huh? Allegedly, it came from China. Wuhan. And uh, I'm not going to point any fingers, but there happens to be a laboratory dedicated to viruses, and you guessed it, Wuhan. What are the odds? I don't know. This podcast ain't pointing no fingers. Could just be a coincidence. Who the hell knows? <laughs> then what happens? You see, I, I think whoever's in charge in Asia that's making all these uh, decisions to wipe out the United States and to overtake the world, they were not happy with the death toll from coronavirus. All right? They can, they can see that we're staying home, we're, we're fighting the good fight, and we're, we're, we're rising up above this. And like, oh, oh no, they're not dying as much as we thought. Release the murder hornets. And that's where we are now. Oh my God, James. You are one racist Conspiracy theory creating son of a bitch. Ah, uh, yeah. You know I don't believe all this. Or do I? I don't know. I'm leaving everything on the table. I'm open-minded. That's actually my problem. I'm a little too open-minded. So much so that I can never, ever <laughs> make up my mind on any issue or belief. I don't know anything. Any complex question thrown at me, I just go on both sides and just fight with myself back and forth. What about this? Ah, but what about that? Ah, but what about this? And what about that? And why does my voice keep going higher? And then I'm left <laughs> where I started. Like, ah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You know what? That's my famous saying. Anytime anyone asks me anything, you know, I don't know. I don't know. That's actually one of the smartest things you could say. So in some ways, I'm a genius. Oh, my God, James. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. So yeah, I was thinking about this coronavirus epidemic. And after, uh, what, today is May 5th, Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo is a holiday. Is it a holiday? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> uh, it's when Mexico celebrates beating the French, some kind of battle. Did everybody beat the French at some point? I think that's true. I think I think France are the biggest losers in the world. You know, literally. Literally. 
not figuratively. I don't know very many French people, but I've heard bad things about them. But I digress. Let's talk about the coronavirus. <laughs> Shout out to Brian. He hates when I do that. COVID-19. So at this point, it is May 5th, like I mentioned. It's been, what, by two months of lockdown? Just about around there somewhere. And I've been thinking, was it all worth it? Was it all worth it? Should we have just ignored it and uh, continued with our lives? I mean, the the economy is completely collapsing, right? And it's not just uh, the big businesses. It's everything. It just is like a domino effect. You know, you don't, maybe you don't think about it. But uh, I'm still working every day. I still have to drive around all over city to city, to city to city to city, and I'm uh, saving lives and whatnot. Really being there for the community in this, in this terrible time. But I'm not trying to gain notoriety or applause. I'm just simply stating the facts. So as I'm driving around, I'm looking at all these different businesses that are all closed. Most of the restaurants have been able to do you know, to-go stuff or drive up and here's your order, get out of here, that kind of thing. They're kind of trying to stay afloat, but I imagine it's nowhere even close to what they had going before, especially the places that have bars and had those bar flies that would come and like ring up a huge tab every day. They don't got those guys no more. What are they going to do? Got to stay home and drink. Oh, like everybody else. Uh, Yeah. So, but you, you drive around, it's like tire shops, brake shops, anything to do with a car because there's hardly anyone driving nowadays. They're all fucked up, you know, hair salon, uh, nail places. I'm not going <laughs> to go through every single type of business there is, but you get the point. It's going to destroy a lot of people's businesses. They can't, they can't handle it. I could even imagine having uh, like investment property and relying on people to pay you rent. And then like now they're not paying you and you're getting fucked. I couldn't imagine that. Ugh, that sounds terrible. I even got my buddy. He opened up, he spent his life savings on a flame broiler. And now he's struggling and it's a fucking shame. So, so yeah, I mean, at what cost? (laughs) And by the way, I'm playing devil's advocate here. I'm not saying I truly believe what I'm saying (laughs) on either side of it. So go fuck yourself. Was it worth it to shut down the whole economy to, uh, combat this coronavirus was it worth it in retrospect Uh, some countries did nothing but they're a lot smaller than this country so I don't know you know there's too many fucking variables that's what really bothers me and then not to mention they're saying that uh, even if you have COVID-19 and you die for some other reason they're going to label it as a COVID-19 death which is horseshit. they're just lumping it all in which makes the numbers get way bigger so, uh, I don't know. All the variables, all the factors, they're all skewed. Who knows what to believe? And this is my fucking point about a minute ago when I never know what to believe. Because you get all this information and you're right back, well, I guess that makes sense. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> well, gee, that's right. Not new information changes my outlook. Now I don't know what to believe. Yeah. Who fucking knows? But anyway... So let's, yeah, let's say that people never stayed home and everyone just continued with their lives and everyone started passing this shit around and kept going. Not everyone's going to die. But don't we need 
to bring down the population. Isn't it a little too fucking crowded here? Wouldn't we benefit from losing about a third of the population? Oh my God. Shut up. Shut up. I know. And it, wouldn't it strengthen the human race as a whole? I mean, as it is now, we're saving everybody, right? As many as we can, which is weakening our species. Whatever happened to survival of the fittest, man? Happens in uh, the wild all the time. That tiger isn't fast enough or strong enough, that tiger dies. The stronger, faster ones, they keep breeding, they keep making strong, fast tigers, right? They, it has a way of, of uh, working itself out. The slow deer, Impala, guess what? They're done for. We're being dragged down. <laughs> we can stand to lose a bunch of these people, all right? <laughs> This might be nature's way of doing that. Nature's like, all right, there is too many goddamn people down there. So what I'm going to do is I'm, I'm going to release some kind of virus that they're not going to know how to deal with. We're going to wipe out a whole bunch of them, bring some balance, restore some balance to this place, right? And then uh, all these brilliant scientists are like, uh-oh, what's going on here? Wait, we can fix this. Everybody stay home. And the nature god thing up there, whatever's looking down here, making choices and decisions goes like, ah, shit. That's not working out the way we planned. Look, they're saving a bunch of them. All right, fuck it. Plan B. Send in the murder hornets. And then the other guy's like, are you sure you want to Are you sure you want to do that? Yeah, yes, yes. Look, look, they're bouncing back. Send in the fucking murder hornets. Hurry up. There's no time to waste. <laughs> murder hornets. Ugh, I can't get over how cool that name is. I'd rather, be, I'd rather die from murder hornet than from COVID-19. It's be like, uh, oh, how did... How did James die? And my wife would be like, he was killed by a murder hornet. <laughs> That's pretty sick. That's a pretty fucking metal way to go. I like, you know what? I'm down. Come get me. But anyway, so it seems like people are fed up with uh, quarantine. They're losing their shit. They're, <laughs> they're, getting <laughs> they're getting restless. And now they resulted to protesting. We will not stay home. We want to go out and walk around. They've had it. This is the breaking point. And uh, recently, a bunch of grown adults were, <laughs> were in Huntington Beach, California, um, causing a ruckus. There was a shit ton of people out there I saw on the news. And uh, mostly it's a bunch of entitled white people. I don't want to stay home. I want to go to the beach. You can't keep me home. I'm white. I deserve to do what I want. <laughs> all right. I'm half whiteies myself, so I can say all those things without being a racist asshole. But, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, what, what are you going to do? There's always going to be some assholes pushing back. But anyway, my point is people are fed up. I've noticed a lot of my friends and family are also breaking the rules. They're hanging out and shit. They've just had it. They're done. I'd be lying if I said that uh, I haven't broke a rule because I did about two days ago. I had my parents come over. That's right. I haven't seen them for this whole fucking time. And uh, I got this, uh, um, you know, since everyone's home working on their houses and shit, that's what I've been doing. A lot of my friends and family have been doing the same thing, getting the projects that you've been putting off. So there's a garage door that was all fucked up and it was unusable. I was like, you know what? I'm going to get that shit changed. The side door, not the main giant roll-up. But, uh, see, I told my dad, because he's pretty good with that kind of stuff. I'm like, 
I was like, hey, uh, what are you doing? Uh, well, I'm uh, working on this and that. I was like, oh, yeah? You want to come help me put a door in the garage? Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I'll be there. So he came over, and uh, I called my mom when he was getting all his tools ready. I'm like, hey, do me a favor. Would you mind bringing your little dogs with you? My little dogs? I'm like, yeah, because uh, we have a new puppy, as you all know, Black Dahlia. And because of all this quarantine, we, we haven't been allowed to have her socialize with any other dogs. And uh, my wife saw my her cousin a couple weeks ago. They just kind of had the dogs meet outside in the front yard. And she's terrified of <laughs> any other animal. And she wants nothing to do with the other dog. Well, the dog was a, a pit bull in high energy. So that's the reason I asked my mother if she can bring her old dogs. Because she's got two dogs, probably like 12 and 14 years old. A little chihuahua. And the other one is like a, oh fuck, I don't remember what kind of dog it is. It's like a little baby Australian shepherd or a little miniature one. I forgot what it's called. But anyway, so she brought them over and uh, we, <laughs> they're in the little, they're in their crate. And so we leave them in the backyard and my little dog is free. And so she can get comfortable kind of like sniffing around, seeing what's up. And after a bit, we took the dogs out. And uh, she she stayed away, kept her distance for a long time. Wanted nothing to do with these dogs. And then we would, like, you know, we'd pick her up and put her next to them. And she would just, like, want to get away, get away. She wouldn't be crying or whimpering or anything, but just like, I want no part of this. (laughs) Reminding me myself. I don't want to be around other people. So I was like, well, let's just let them hang out in the backyard for a bit. And I'm sure she'll warm up. Sure enough. Within like an hour, finally, 45 minutes, she was like running around trying to play with them and stuff. So I think she got some confidence and hopefully uh, this won't be an ongoing thing where she's like a fucking antisocial weirdo. Um, So yeah, so far so good with that. But yeah, my old man helped me spend some hours. You know, this is like a solid, if you ever replace your garage door, (laughs) it's got to be that solid kind. So it's not an interior door. So you can't, no one can just say kick it right in all fucking easy. It's got to be solid, solid wood. So it's heavy as shit. We had to make the holes for the doorknobs and the hole for the striker inside in the middle of the door. And then, one, you know, same thing for the deadbolt. And then you got to like, uh, he has a special tool that can take away the wood for the hinges. It's just a big fucking process. But it was cool to hang out with him and, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, don't you learn a thing or two? So, um, oh, and an update about the chairs. Remember the whole chair thing? So I didn't say anything. He just goes, oh, by the way, I, uh, I'm working on a prototype of the chairs. <laughs> I was like, really? He goes, yeah, I'm halfway done. I'll show it to you when, when I'm through. I was like, all right. So he's fucking doing it. I can't believe it. I am beyond shocked. See, so yeah, I think uh, along with myself, everyone's pretty fed up with this whole quarantine thing. And they're kind of breaking some rules now and trying to like... Uh, I won't say go back to normal, but try to, you know, transition, start seeing some people kind of staying away a little bit. Uh, But then it's uh, who knows. But then they're talking, you know, like uh, this fall, it's going to be part two, like a second wave of this shit. And then I've also seen an article today that said uh, the virus has mutated. It's even more contagious than it was before. It's like, oh, fuck. Oh, when's it going to stop? I'm going to welcome the murder hornets with open arms. Let's just, let's just be done with this. All right? Let's just be done with it. We had a good run. 
And now it's over. This is the end. My only friend, the end. He took a face from the ancient gallery, and he walked on down the hall. Then he came to a door, and he looked inside. Father, yes, son, I'm going to kill you. Mother, I want to He wants to fuck his mother. It's a uh, Oedipus complex. All right, shall we move along? And now it's time for everyone's favorite brand new segment, Talking Shit. <laughs> All right, thanks for joining me on Talking Shit. This week, we got two things to cover. The first one is corn. That's right. <laughs> I'm sure you know where this is going. Yeah, so recently I made some corn on the cob for the family, and I sprinkled it up real good with some lovely seasonings. And boy, was it delish. Going in is one thing, but coming out, <laughs> I tell you, it's about the same. <laughs> it's true. I had corn kernel. What's it called? Cornlets? Kernels? It's, like, it's not kernels, is it? Who cares? Let's go with kernels. I had little floaters in there. That's, that's it. That's all I wanted to share with you. Oh my God, James. What is the point of all this? Don't worry about it. It's my business. All right, next up on Talking Shit, I was at work. This was during my light duty days. And uh, the good thing about working in an office is you always have a toilet nearby. Something, if you're in the field, that's very, very valuable. <laughs> I'm sure you know. <gasps> so one day, uh-oh, uh-oh. It's a segment within a segment. A little bit of inception going on here, hey, fellas? <laughs> One day, I saw a child playing with a ruby the size of a tangerine. The bandit had been throwing them away. So why steal them? Well, because he thought it was good sport. Because some men aren't looking for anything logical, like money. So they can't be bought, bullied, reasoned, or negotiated with. Some men just want to watch the world burn. So one day, I left my very important light duty duties. To go duty. <laughs> Lame. I know. So I went to the bathroom and I'm sitting there and I'm playing uh, words with friends on the toilet. And I was like, I'm just going to do a couple more plays here. And I really got into it. And before I knew it, I was on the toilet for quite some time and my leg was completely asleep. Oh, don't you hate when that happens? The only thing is that's never happened to me at work before. So, I wiped my ass. Details, James. We don't need them. Ah, uh, well, you never know. I'm a storyteller. Every little bit counts. So, uh, I <laughs> I pull up my pants very slowly. No, so I, I come out of the stall, and I can't even fucking walk. My leg is so tingly and painful. My, oh, no. I can't even move it. And at that moment, some other dickhead walks in the bathroom. <laughs> now I got to try to play it off like my leg is not completely dead. And uh, I don't think I did a very good job. I think he knew it was up. But you know what? We're all grown men. And I think we've all been there. <laughs> but uh, it was a quick interaction and I got the hell out of there. And I had to leave the bathroom and like, you know, take some time to myself and really try to get the blood flowing. It was painful. But I got through it. And I got to tell you, you too can overcome anything if you put your mind to it. This has been another version of Talking Shit.
You happy with that, James? You proud of yourself? Yeah. Yeah, I am. That's uh, that's A-plus content right there. All right, moving on. Recently, I was I was on an emotional roller coaster. I went from feeling like a complete man, total, top-notch, alpha dog, to a little child being scolded. <laughs> man, oh man. So as I mentioned, with this quarantine, teen, 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 I've been getting a lot of things done around the house. A lot of stuff. Oh, I've been, oh, I've been so productive. You'd be, you'd be so proud of me. I'm getting so many cool points with the wife. You wouldn't even believe it. One of my projects that I did that really got the wife nice and juicy. Oh my God, James. Don't talk about your wife like that. She's not here. It's not the point, James. You should have respect for your wife. I mean, that's your wife. That's why I can talk about her how I damn well please. Now you shut your goddamn mouth and let me degrade my wife. So she got nice and juicy, right? Because I finally did something that she's been bugging for. Satisfy her, James? Oh! Nice. Thanks, James. So in the living room, I have a 46-inch TV. Six inches, James? 46 inches. And uh, it's a really old TV. It's a Sony. And I got to tell you, Everyone that comes over says, wow, your TV's so clear. It's so, it's got such a nice picture. And it's like, yeah, because I stood in the fucking store for about two and a half hours looking at all the TVs like, hmm, which one is the top of the line? Really, really solid winner. Because uh, if I'm going to buy one of these fucking things, I want it to be a good one. Now they trick you. They put on like uh, animated movies. And it tricks you because it looks a lot different than if you're watching regular TV. Now, the TV I bought, I spent some pretty good money on it, but it was an open box Sony 46-inch screen. But now it's like super, it's probably like, uh, what, uh, 12 years old? But it works fantastically. Anyway, that was, that had nothing to do with what I'm talking about. I just wanted to brag about uh, my super outdated TV. So my wife has been saying, maybe we should hang the TV on the wall, like mount it and uh, put it over the fireplace and switch the room around. And yeah, that sounds good in theory, but uh, it sounds like a whole lot of annoying work, which is why I never did anything about it. So I finally got around to it. I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to do it. And it all stemmed from when I fixed up the new studio. When I finally fixed up this room, there was, the, okay. Oh, am I going to bitch about the t- the cable guy? Oh, boy. This guy, I thought he was a good dude. But once I realized the kind of bullshit he did, I was like, this guy's a fucking asshole. He goes, he just like drilled a hole in my ceiling and brought the wire down the wall. And it's all like, you know, it looks so fucking tacky. Just this black wire coming down from the ceiling. And uh, when he, he first told me, oh, I'm not allowed to put it to, to put it through the wall because it's not possible. I'm like, oh, okay. And I'm thinking, all right, he knows what he's doing. He does this for a living, so uh, who am I to question him? So I took his word for it. So I recently had a problem, and I had to go up in the attic, and I was like, you know what? Let me see if this fucker was right. And I took my, my light and my, my uh, you know, my headlamp. I got fully, I got all my PPEs on. <laughs> I get up there and I'm like, this son of a bitch, you could easily slide the wire 
through the the two by fours like that are open the little the gap that's in there and all you got to do is make a hole in the bottom and the hardest part is getting the wire through the wall i was like this motherfucker could have done it <sighs> just lazy that's all it is lazy i just want to get out of here i don't want to help these people i don't give a fuck if it looks tacky he did the same thing for the tv in the living room so I tried to find out in the attic, which isn't much space up there. Could I put a wire over the fucking fireplace for the TV? And it turns out I could. Oh man, the sheer sheer testosterone flowing through my loins after I finished that project. Oh, I was so proud of myself. <laughs> the hardest part though was getting the wire through the wall to the computer and the internet. Um, but you know what? I, I pride myself on uh, really getting the hamster running in that wheel in my head when I need him to. I really surprise myself at times. All right, James. Jesus Christ, stop blowing yourself. All right. But you know what I did is uh, I tied. A <laughs> I, uh, I put the wire through the wall with a little help from my wife. And I lowered a, a, some twine with some metal. And I put a magnet through the wall until the metal touched the magnet. Then she was able to pull it through the wall, tie it to the wire, and pull the wire straight up through the wall up to the attic. Oh, my God. It was one of my finest hours. You should have seen the way my wife looked at me after that. Like, I could accomplish anything. That's that's not true, James. No, it's not true. It's not true. She just expects me to do all this shit, you know? She doesn't really applaud me when I'm done. It's just like, yeah, I've been asking you to do that for a long time. You ever get that, guys? You finally do something and there's no fucking, oh my God, you did such a great job. Oh, thank you. It's, I only asked you about fucking two years ago and you finally did it. So finally. <laughs> anyway. So yeah, I rerouted the fucking uh, internet cable through the wall and then I rerouted the wire up in the living room on the other side of the room down through the, uh, over the fireplace and uh, mounted that TV. God damn. Moved all the furniture around. It's uh, it's pretty wonderful. I like it. So that's like, you know, step one of manliness. Other things I've done. Other little projects I've done. I put some uh, baseboard in this room. Room I'm in right now. Looks pretty snazzy. But I also got my barbecue and I converted it from propane to natural gas. I've never done anything like that before. It was pretty much just trial and error. I wasn't sure what I was doing. But... Uh, <laughs> I removed the orifice from my burners in the barbecue. That's a little tiny hole the gas shoots out of. You can take that out. It needs to be bigger for natural gas, so I just got my drill bit. I'm like, well, I'll start with the smallest one I have. Drill the hole right through it. I put it back in. It was perfect. I'm like, oh, yes. Hooked up a brand new line to my, my little gas stubby thingy, little pipe in the back. And there you go. Now I can use the gas to barbecue without worrying about running out of propane. It might sound like, not sound like much to you, but it's a very huge victory to me because I've wanted to do that for years and I've just been too lazy to do it. And I finally said, you know what, fucker? Why don't you do it? Why don't you do something about it? Next thing I did, we have a dog now. I had a dog before, Emo. Rest in peace, Emo. I love that fucking but uh, I had a poop, pooper scooper, and I don't know what happened to the part that scoops the shit into the, the little tray. I don't know where it is. I went to the uh, dog store to get food a few weeks ago, and I was like, maybe I should just get a new set. 
I look at it. It's like 20 something dollars. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? All I need is a scooping part, which they don't sell by itself. So, you know, I'm just going to make one. How about that? I looked around for some shit just lying around the house. I found an old tent pole, cut it to the size I wanted it to, sliced the little slit slot in the end, and I slid a piece of metal in there, drilled some holes, some screws, done for free. And oh man, the wife, you should have seen the look on her face. Looked at me like I was a goddamn hero. That's not, that's not true, is it, James? Nope, it's not true. She was mildly impressed. <laughs> and uh, the, the thing with the garage door, my dad did uh, a lot of the work. But, you know, I helped. Been cleaning out the garage pretty good. Going to get some uh, an electrician to come in there and put some electrical outlets for my uh, power tool I just picked up. And things are looking up. I feel like a major, major man. And then what happens? And then what happens? I'm playing catch in the backyard with my son, right? Baseball. And uh, my son gets a little wacky at times. The ball gets a little wild. And at one time it went, you know, out of my reach. And it rolled to the backyard and, and broke one of my wife's little succulent. Little fucking arms, one of the little plants. And she came out there with lightning under her ass, okay? She came flying out. Hey, don't hit my plant. Like fucking scolding me. And dude, I felt like it brought me back to my childhood when my grandfather used to fucking scold me and my cousin Monkey. Because <gasps> we'd play catch all the time. Baseball, football, you name it. Kicking the fucking ball. It's like, like, like a soccer ball style. We always were playing with some kind of ball. And it would break his plant. Hey, don't break my plants. His famous thing was, get off the grass. I just watered. Get off the grass. This guy was constantly yelling at us to get off the fucking grass. Don't touch my plants. Get away from the plants. Don't play ball back here. You never mind me. Don't play with the ball over here. Then we go in the fucking street and play in the street and we hit everyone's car in the fucking street. <laughs> but yeah, it took me back to my child being yelled at. And I'm like, what the fuck, dude? All these manly things I'm doing. And look, one bad thing I do and I get yelled at. I thought I had oh, like my like a whole, my whole manly bank, all, you know, a bunch of deposits. So she'd leave me alone for a while. But no, look, one mistake. It wasn't even my fault. It was the boy's fault. And I get yelled at. Oh, that's not. I take it back. He also fucking broke one of her hanging pots. Ooh boy. You're gonna fix that. I was like, I think it could be fixed. Oh, because I walked in. I'm like, I think it could be glued. Then you're gonna do it. I'm like, why? Why me? I didn't break it. <laughs> I didn't break it. You're gonna fix it. Because my boy is, uh, you know, I love that little bastard. But uh, a lot of times he's helpless when it comes to things like that. There's no way I would trust him with a task such as that. Super gluing a pot back to you. It would be a fucking nightmare. <laughs> It'd probably be a different shape than when we got it. So, uh, yeah, I wound up having to fix that. So maybe she's got a point. We have broken a few things in the backyard. <laughs> oh, God. But you know what? Being a dad is, uh, you know, you can't win. You can never win. You're the one that has to go to work. You're the one that's got to pay all the bills. You're the now I'm the one that's got to go out in the fucking battle and get all the groceries because you're already out. You're already fighting fighting the virus. 
Why would we have... Why would we... It doesn't make any sense to have two of us going out when you're already the one going out every day. So why wouldn't you go? It's like, because it's adding two extra fucking hours to my day. I've already worked for eight hours. Now I gotta go grocery shopping with all these maniacs. When you could go easily during the day while I'm at work and get the shit done and I don't have to worry about it. Yeah, but you're already out. Oh, that's her favorite thing to say. You're already out. Yeah, but you're already out. Oh, yeah? Might as well. Fuck it. <laughs> and then while I'm out doing this, I'm like, God damn, I fucking hate dying. You know, I'm like going to the store and I'm seeing all these animals. And I'm thinking, like, God, I fucking hate doing this. I hate doing this. Why can't she just do it? Why can't she help me out? Save me from this fucking misery. Why can't you do it? But no, here I am. After eight hours of backbreaking labor, saving lives and whatnot, here I am among the common folk. Grocery shopping. And then I think to myself, hey dude, you're the dad. It's your job. This is what real men do. They take one for the team. And by one, I mean all of it. You take it all for the team. Because this is your job. Do you believe in that horse shit? Huh? Do you buy into that too? I'm the dad, so this is what I have to do. Oh yeah, what about equal rights? You get out there, lady. <laughs> uh, whatever. It's a fucking battle I can't win. And I'm sure if you're a real man that's not bossed around by your wife, like most of you, I think uh, you agree with me. Wait, did I, what did I just say? Who fucking cares? Let's just move along. Speaking of gardens, I got to fire my fucking gardener. Oh my God, James. Let's try society over here. Mr. Pinky up. Would you like another old fashioned, James? Would you like me to relight your cigar, James? Would you like me to get your slippers, James? Let me make you a sandwich. That would all be nice. I would enjoy each and every one of those, actually. Go fuck yourself, Richie. All right. <laughs> yeah I know I know it sounds like I'm a snob I have a fucking corner lot man it's a lot of work I used to do it all the time and uh, oh pity party shut up I don't like it I don't like having to do all that stuff I do enough didn't you hear my rant about me being manly and shit <sighs> I got so many activities yeah uh yeah my my gardener is a fucking moron yeah who knew an uneducated immigrant would have trouble following directions oh my god do you even hear yourself i'm just fucking around okay i know i get it and, and by the way james why would you fire someone during these troubling times this pandemic because why would i waste my money no, I'm not looking for handouts. I'm paying this guy to do a job. If he's not doing the job the way I'd like it to be done, then I will find someone else. That's the beauty of this country. Right? <laughs> this fucking guy, like, every week, he comes twice, twice a month, every two weeks. Every two weeks, it's something different to fucking piss me. Oh, my wife gets mostly pissed off, and she tells me to say something. The guy hardly speaks any English. And when I ask him something or tell him something, he goes, oh, oh, okay, okay. But I don't think he even knows what I'm talking about. Because I told him, specifically, we got this dog. And uh, we want to, we have like this dirt area 
on this in this uh it was like a planter area oh take it back this planter that's like full of this gross like little shrubby thing so i removed all that thing to make it all dirt and then i got a strip of that uh, fake grass and i put that strip of grass in there it's probably like 12 feet of fake grass so the dog can go out there and piss and shit and learn you know it's in the backyard so it's easy for the kids just to take her out real quick and I, the gardener shows up and the first week i have this stuff involved and i tell him hey we have a small dog and you know i know a little bit of spanish i can communicate just enough and i go poquito perro ah. and uh i point at the grass and i say please keep it clean so the dog can use it. Pee pee and poo poo. And he goes, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the next time this dickhead comes, he I see him loading up his shit in his car. And I go to the backyard and that and that green grass thing is all flipped over. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? And there's like, you know, dust and 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 uh leaves blown all over it. <sighs> and I call him out. I go, hey, hey, come here, come here. And uh, he comes and he's like, yeah, yeah. And I take him to the backyard and I go, are you done? And he goes, yeah, I'm done. I'm like, don't you see? Oh, and our, our, our mat in our back door was all flipped over. And there's fucking dust all over the place and, and twigs and leaves. I'm like, and the guy was back there with his leaf blower. Because I asked my daughter, I'm like, hey, did you see him with the, with in the backyard? Yeah, I saw him. He walked back here and he blew everything. I was like, okay. He comes back there, right? And this is what kind of fucking blew it for me, this dude. Let me let me rewind a bit. This isn't the first thing that's happened. So other things he's done is he didn't clean up like, you know, the 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 trim around the sidewalk. I was like, "Oh, can you clean this up like with the weed whacker?" Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, okay, okay. So he does that, and like the next time, it's like every time he comes, he he tries to fuck with, he tries to fuck with me one time, like with one thing. So then he he leaves the trash cans away from the gate. You know, because I want them pressed, pushed up against the gate. And he leaves them away. And so I tell him, oh, can you leave the cans against the gate? Oh, okay, no problem. Next time he comes, the trash cans are pushed against the gate, but they're all fucking sideways and backwards. I'm like, this asshole. This asshole. I think he's just fucking with me, right? And the next time I ask him to trim these like shrubs that are growing from the neighbor's house, right? Just trim them back a little bit. The next time the guy comes and he just fucking ob- obliterates the whole thing. Like it's it's all fucked up looking. And the wife's like, oh my God, did you see what I did? It looks so ugly. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ, this fucking guy. All right. It's like, it's always something with this guy. Like he's always, I don't know if he's just dumb or if he's just fucking with me. But anyway, so fast forward to current days. So now like I, I call, I'm like, you know what? Look, this thing's all messed up. And he's like, I go, I told you if you can keep or ask you if you can keep it clean for the dog. And like this time I had my daughter hold the dog. I'm like, see the dog? And uh, he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. No, next time. I'm like, what do you mean next time? Like, it's got to be clean. And he gets the fucking mat and he lifts it up and he just starts shaking the fuck out of it, making all this dust. (laughs) And he puts it back. He's like, okay, okay. I was like, all right, but look at the ground. It's still, uh, it's all dusty and there's stuff. Okay, next time, next time. Next time I clean for you. Because my, my wife, my wife do this back here. Not, not too much experience. I go, your wife? Yeah, yeah, my wife. She she thought it back here. She blew out it with the with the, the blower. And uh, not too much experience. So next time I do it. And my daughter told me before that that she saw him back there, not the wife. 
I'm like, all right. So just that alone, uh, after all that shit, that was like the last straw. Like this motherfucker's blaming shit on his wife. <laughs> oh, I didn't mean, I didn't mention that, but him and his wife are a team and they're always come together. And she usually works in the front yard, like doing other little shit. And he's the one that does all the leaf blowing and, and all the other stuff. So I was like, all right, dude, I'm done with this fucking guy. So I have his card. I called both the numbers on his card and they're disconnected. I'm like, great. So now I got to wait for this guy to show up to, to fire him. I can't do it like a man over the phone or via text message. <laughs> oh, Jesus. But I mean, what, what is it? What is, what is it with people? From my other story last week or the week before, the, the chick with the, with the flash drive thing, this fucking guy, like, what is it with people? What is going on? And that fucking cable guy that, uh, you know, I, well, he's explanatory. He's just fucking lazy. He didn't want to take extra time to put the cable to the wall. But what, what's with these people? Who are these people? I don't get it, dude. I just don't get it. If I'm told something by my employer, it's not happening again. Oh, okay. Done. Done. Oh, really, James? Like, uh, like you're being with your new boss? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny you bring that up because uh, things have been pretty good between him and I. My light duty days made <laughs> forced me to hang around this guy a lot more than I'd like to. Um, and my other location, my other boss, he would leave the office and go do things and go here and go there. This guy never leaves. He just hangs around the whole day. He never leaves. Maybe it's because of this fucking coronavirus horse shit. Maybe, uh, they don't want them to leave and go do other things. Maybe that's probably why. But, uh, yeah, so I, I, I was around him. I'm back at work, by the way. I'm off of light duty. So, uh, I'm all healed up. Hopefully I don't have any more episodes, but, but yeah, that couple of weeks I would see this dude often. And, uh, I think, uh, I, I'm telling you, I, th- I told you I'd grow on him. I'm like a fucking mold slowly, but surely I'll get you. But yeah, he's been all right. So hopefully knock on wood, everything's all right. But you know what? That was out of my control. And that first incident that was on him. Cause he's a fucking, I didn't, I did not, uh, purposely defy this dude. Trust me. Will I lie to you? Um, I don't answer that. So yeah, dude, these fucking people, I just don't get it. So uh, constantly disappointing. I think that's another reason why we need the COVID-19. We need to cleanse this world of people like that, right? They need to all just go. And then we will live in a utopia. All right, speaking of getting paid to do things, I was thinking about uh, what you do while you're working. Like what you get paid for. Like when you're taking a shit at work, all you people in your offices. Um, you know what I purposely do now? And I'm not fucking with you. This should have been an episode of talking shit. It should have been included. Damn it. What I do now is I don't even fucking eat during the day. Because my stomach is so jacked. I don't even bother. I don't want to have any incidents or any worries or anything. Especially because of what's going on right now. All this, these businesses that are closed. Do you know how hard it is to find a bathroom? It's damn near impossible. And I'm out on the, on the gritty streets saving lives and whatnot. So I don't need to be out there having to take a shit all of a sudden. So what I do is I avoid eating pretty much the whole day. I will take, uh, like, I, there's no breakfast for me. Nope. 
go to work. I have like a little bit of crackers and an apple, maybe a cutie. You're a cutie, James. Oh, <laughs> gosh. And uh, that's all I have. If I get really, if I get really bad stomach pains, like I'm really hungry, then I'll have, uh, I'll have something. But if not, I'm not eating because I don't want to chance it. That's how much of a pain in the ass my stomach is. So anyway, all you people in offices that get the shit whenever you want at your heart's desire, <laughs> you don't know how lucky you are. Especially now, all you people working from home. Oh, you people. That's fantastic. I would love that. Um, but uh, maybe there's something kind of nice about leaving the house and getting it back into the real world because uh, nothing much has changed for me except all that time off I took, which I loved. So that's why I really enjoyed my quarantine time when I was home because I'm uh, business as usual, pretty much. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm essential. But uh, anyway, when it comes to getting paid to shit, that's a nice feeling, knowing that you're taking a shit and you're getting paid. You're working, but you're shitting. So how far have you taken this? Because when I used to uh, work at my other location close to my house, if I had nothing to do, if I was like standing by, I would just go home and hang out. And, oh man, let me brag about something real quick. My finest, finest time at work was one day. I was forced to work a seventh day in a row and uh, in my company, if you're forced to work seven days in a row, you get double time that whole seventh day. And so I was forced and it happened to be on a Sunday. So I went to work. I uh, got all my stuff ready, got my vehicle, got my computer and all that shit. And they're like, yeah, we got nothing for you to do. So just hang out until something pops up. I'm like, all right. So I went straight home, put on the Dodger game and I laid on the couch and there I laid the whole eight hours, not one single fucking thing to do. I watched the whole Dodger game and a whole movie and I got paid for it. And I made double time to do nothing. <laughs> that was my finest hour. But now that's not going to happen because I'm not close to home anymore. But in them days, the thing that I did that I'm pretty proud of is I'm sitting on the couch on standby, I'm like, you know what? I'm kind of feeling the need to, to uh, fool around with myself. <laughs> so I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to go get paid to jerk off. And by God, was it the best money I ever made? I mean, think about it. You ever been paid to jerk off? And if you have and you don't work at home, that's fucking creepy. <laughs> Have you ever, working in an office, went into the bathroom and jerked off? I would love to hear about it. How did you hear about it, James? Send me an email, of course. TheDangerHour at Yahoo.com Please, tell me what you've done and gotten paid for it. On the clock. What have you done? What crazy shenanigans have you gotten into? Uh, let's, let's see. Well, how far have I taken it? Uh, not this job, but I have certainly drank on the job. I've had sexy time on the job. Uh, what else have I done? Uh, you know what I've done? I've gotten paid by friends not to go to work, but to come to a party. 
and my knee and my godfather. I got paid to not go to work and another job I had a long time ago. To <laughs> they pay me to come to one of their parties. You believe that shit? So I got paid to drink and be a fucking moron. Oh my god. I've uh what have you gotten paid to do? The danger hour at yahoo.com. I am beyond curious. Um yeah, besides that, if you want to send me a movie recommendation, I'll watch it. You got a song recommendation? I'll listen to it. You got a recipe? I'll make it. You got nude photos of your mother? I'll look at them, as long as they're tasteful. I'll still look at them. The Danger Hour at Yahoo.com? All right, uh, what else do I got here? How about I got some, uh, some news for the week? Breaking news, this just in. Extra, extra real. All right, uh... This might not be from this week, but I wrote these things down. Uh, okay. AMC movie theaters are denying Universal Pictures. Do you know why? They're denying to show any more Universal Pictures movies. Because they're all butthurt. Because they released Trolls 2, I think. That's the movie. Uh, video on demand at home. So they're like, oh, yeah. Why would you do that? Now we're not going to show your movies anymore. Which is a big fucking mistake because, hey, I don't know if you've noticed this, but no one's going to the fucking movies anytime soon. So, and if you do open your doors, you think it's going to be the same as it was? No. So why are you being fucking picky, AMC? Wait, that's going to teach you. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. Does that make any sense to you? The motion picture industry... It's taken a huge hit. Hey, you know what? We're not going to show some of these movies. <laughs> yeah, that'll show you. Yeah, that'll show you, AMC. Oh, Jesus. I'm still a uh, uh, an A-list member, aren't I? They better put my shit on hold. I don't think they're charging me still. But anyway, yeah, that's a stupid fucking move. Next up, speaking of movies, what about a movie star? Harrison Ford... That's right. Real life Indiana Jones, it turns out. Because he keeps getting into plane accidents and living. <laughs> well, I don't think the last one was an accident. I think he just fucked up. Uh, I think he landed at an airport when he shouldn't have. Some other plane was going to land and uh, he didn't have the okay and he did it anyway. You know what, though? He's Harrison goddamn Ford. He's Indiana fucking Jones. Han fucking Solo. I think he's earned the right... To land whenever or wherever he wants. Everyone else can like circle the fucking runway or something. Just be like, yeah, 7 Bravo 37, you are not cleared for landing. I'm Harrison Ford. Go ahead and carry Rod on, Mr. Ford. And uh, everyone else, you fucking back off. That's Indiana Jones. That's what's going to happen from now on. Those are my orders. Uh, yeah, you know, he's going he's gonna to do something pretty wacky if he keeps this up. <laughs> Even more wacky than what he's been doing. All right, speaking of someone that shouldn't be behind the wheel, king of segways, I'm sure you've heard about this, or maybe you haven't. There was a car pulled over in Utah, driving down the 15. That's a freeway. I've been on the 15 to Utah. As you, you know what? As you're driving up higher north, it starts getting more and more beautiful, and Utah is pretty lovely. I actually enjoyed it, but uh, anyway... A cop pulled the car over, and guess what he finds? Sitting behind the wheel. That's right. 
a Mormon. No, none other than a five-year-old boy all by himself driving the family car. <laughs> and the cop, of course, is all shocked. He thought it was like a drunk driver the way the car was kind of like swerving back and forth. Uh, but now, dude, a five-year-old, can you fucking believe that? That a five-year-old was able to operate the car and even get on the freeway and, you know, get, they get that far without crashing. It makes me wonder, did the, did the parents teach the kid how to drive at all? Like, how would he know? How would he know what to do? They had to. He's fucking five. That, that blows my mind. I think at five, I was still shitting my pants. <laughs> no, I'll stop doing that at four. Uh, yeah, so it turns out the little boy took the family's car. They had no idea he was even gone. He gets on the freeway. His plan was to drive to California. California, California, here we come. He was going to California to buy a Lamborghini because everyone knows that's where the Lamborghinis are. That's right, California, Lamborghinis and hot chicks with fake tits. Yeah. So, yeah, he was on his way. Come set me free. James, why are you singing so much? I don't know. I think the caffeine's kicking in. But James, it's Secret to Mine. Aren't you going to have something with alcohol in it, James? Maybe some kind of like a taco? Maybe something with tequila, James? I'm out of tequila. No tacos. And my family is gone. Oh my God, James. Where'd they go? Did they go celebrate with someone that's better than you? Yep. You can say that. Yeah, dude, they fucking... She went back to her parents' house again. They're going to uh, barbecue for Cinco de Mayo, and everyone's going to hang out in different corners of the yard and uh, eat and be merry. But like I said, I think everyone's getting antsy, so they're probably not going to fucking stay too far away. They'll probably be hanging out in close proximity. But joke's on them, because I've been out in the world and uh, dealing with different people. Although I'm wearing the proper personal protective equipment, there's still a chance that I am infected and brought it home to my family and infected them. And now they're going to their family and infecting them. And guess what? It's all because of me. And I'm not sorry about it. (laughs) Enjoy your Cinco de Mayo. Enjoy your murder hornet, James. Oh, boy. Yeah, they're coming for me. Uh, yeah, so this little boy, I think he's kind of a hero, you know, myself. That's pretty fucking cool. The fact that he got the car, started it, drove, got on the freeway, knew which direction to get to California. Like, he had it all planned out, except he was, uh, I think, about 500000 short because he only had three bucks in his pocket. It's pretty fucking cute, but he did spend the night in jail and uh, was possibly defiled. But anyway, it's a, it's a happy ending for everybody. Yeah. So let's see what else I got here. Any other news in the news? Oh, look at this. The Pentagon has fessed up to some of these UFO videos saying that they are real and they released them, even though I've already seen them a long time ago. They released them and actually acknowledged them this week. You believe that? Now, that doesn't mean 
UFOs or aliens. It just means they're unidentified flying objects. But, but, uh, you know what? I don't know even where to begin with this. I've heard a lot of podcasts with different uh, people in the aeronautical industry, aeronautics, and uh, they saw some shit in the sky that doesn't behave given the technology that we currently have and the understandings of the laws of physics as we know it. These crafts were operating far more advanced. And these these guys, these pilots, two or three different pilots have different stories of different crafts they've seen and they cannot explain it. And also... I don't know if I mentioned this before, but uh, there's a Joe Rogan experience with a guy named Bob Lazar. And uh, boy, oh boy, if you're not a believer, that fucking episode will mess with your head and make you probably start questioning some of your beliefs because uh, it's pretty fucking out there, some of the stuff this guy says. And yeah, he could be lying, but it sure doesn't sound like it. According to him, there really is alien beings out there and there's crafts that were intercepted it's pretty wild shit now from the things i've heard the reason that the aliens started visiting this planet and it happened uh that roswell whole thing around that time is because we learned how to use nuclear weapons and that uh that made other beings in space like uh uh-oh these dumb monkeys over here have gotten to the next level, so we better keep an eye on them. So uh, who knows? There's there's way more to it, but I'm also I'm running kind of out of time here. So, but it's pretty fucking interesting stuff, man. I love hearing about all that stuff. But uh, yeah, check that episode out with Bob Lazar on the Joe Rogan experiments. It's pretty fucking fascinating. Check it out, man. All right, so uh, yeah, those UFO videos apparently are real, and you can see them traveling super fast and doing some crazy things. And I think even the um, the Navy pilots are like, "Are you seeing this? Can you believe that? There's more of them over there." Oh man. Anyway, yeah, I'll, I'll probably get into that in a future episode. So let's just move right along. Oh, last but not least, speaking of space stuff, final story. Oh, take it back. I got one more story. Damn it. That blew my good segue. <clears throat> Check this out. This was woman in New York. She dies, right? And uh, she's an old lady. And her son goes to her apartment in New York to clear it out, clean up all her shit. And guess what he finds in her apartment? That's right. Old lady panties. No. He finds in her, free- in her freezer a fucking body. A body. Hold on. I took, I took a photo of the story as a reference. Hold on. Man found a decomposed body in his dead mother's freezer as he was clearing out her Manhattan apartment. He found the body in a chest freezer that had been sealed with duct tape. Investigators said... Oh, I should have had my reporter voice on, huh? A man found a decomposed body in his dead mother's freezer as he was clearing out his Manhattan apartment. He found the body this week in a chest freezer that had been sealed with duct tape. Investigators said the body appeared to have been stored for over 10 years. The body was so decayed 
that authorities couldn't determine its sex. And they're investigating. An autopsy is planned. See the official said in a written statement. The deceased tenant never gave permission for work to be done in the Hamilton Heights apartment, adding that she seemed like a... Oh, fuck. I didn't get the rest of the story. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to finish for what I think the guy said. Adding that she seemed like a real fucking creep. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine? Your sweet old mother passes away, right? Like, oh, man, poor mom. I'm going to go clean up all her stuff and look for things and keep his memories and sell the rest on OfferUp. And as you're going through your old sweet old mother's stuff and you find a fucking body. And it's been there for 10 years. At that point, do you have like that feeling like, I don't even know this person. 10 years. That's fucking crazy. Oh, boy. You know what? Um, if I, I've said this before, if I die, do not look in the shoebox in my closet. No good will come of it. All right. Last story. Last story. Oh man. Got to end with a bang. Quite literally. It is reported that a well-known asteroid circulating the galaxy you know these things, they go on their whole trajectory course and shit. They're all in these orbits and stuff. So it is, the math has been done by a bunch of astronomers or uh, what do you call those people? <laughs> uh, astrophysicists. Yeah, those guys. The math has been done. And one of these asteroids, which is like a mile or two wide, which might not sound like a lot, but apparently given the speed it's traveling, if it was to impact the Earth, it would be catastrophic and possibly wipe out existence on this planet. I've even heard, um, I think maybe because it hits so fucking hard that it creates a, a dust cloud over the whole Earth and uh, everything's going to die, <laughs> pretty much. Uh, so yeah, they're estimating that this particular asteroid will make contact with Earth in the year 2027. That's right. So if we get past this COVID-19, if we get past the fucking murder hornets, if we get past the next thing, or even the next thing after that, it doesn't matter. Because in 2027, seven years from now, we're all going to fucking get killed in a catastrophic asteroid collision anyhow. So you know what I say? Go out there with no mask and spread the... No, I didn't. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, uh, Jesus Christ, it, it doesn't matter because something else is down, coming down the fucking road. It may be a five-year-old on its way to California. It may be an old lady with a, a, a body in a freezer. It may be a fucking alien. Or it may be an asteroid. Whatever it is, something is coming and eventually, there won't be any getting out of its way, and we're all done for. What a great way to end this episode, huh, boys and girls? All right. Well, see ya. All right. Now it's time to start closing the show out with a little segment I like to call, I Fancy That. It's beautiful. beautiful. It's wonderful. It's I Fancy That. Fancy That. Alright, fancy it sounds like I fancy that is a segment in which I get positive for a change. Oh, look at me. Changing, growing, 
evolving, much like COVID-19. All right. Uh, I fancy that's when I talk about something nice. It makes me happy. All right. So this week, oh boy, it's been years in the making. I think it feels like years. Do you remember a long time ago? I told you I bought an extra Voltron Lego set. Remember that thing came out? The giant towering Voltron Lego? It's like uh, six different uh, Voltron cats and you stack them all together to make one giant robot. You know, this was like before uh, Power Rangers was a thing. It was Voltron, bro. Do you remember Voltron? Yeah, so uh, I was a big fan as a kid, but that's not why I bought it. I bought it merely... For economic gain. Because when I saw it was first released, I saw these people all selling it for like double the price. I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm going to take advantage of this. So I bought one and it was like almost 200 bucks. I think it was 179. And then with shipping and all that, it was like 193 or something. I'm like, all right, here we go. Here comes all the money. Never fucking sold it. And it's been up in my closet for like, I'm not kidding, it's probably been two years. And I would always find, like look at it and be like, oh my God. So while I was uh, moving my studios from one room to the other room, I'm switching all my shit around. I'm like, God damn, I still have this fucking Lego set. And I, I put it uh, an offer up a long time ago. It's been an offer up the whole time. And I finally got a hit two weeks ago. And I'm like, all right, someone's finally interested. And, and the guy goes, what's the lowest you'll take? I go, look, man, I'll be honest with you. I bought this thing for $190. i am like, I just want my money back. That's all I want. And uh, he messaged me back. Would you take $180? i am driving from, uh, you know, L.A. or something. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. All right, fine. $180 and it's yours. So the dude was good on his word. He showed up. I show up. And, of course, uh, I didn't give him my address. I, uh, like I always do, I tell him to meet me in the shopping, grocery shopping parking lot. And so I get there. It's like this old, a middle-aged white dude. And I put my mask on. He comes out. Hey, how you doing? And uh, I pull it out of the back seat. I'm like, there you go. And he's all, right away, he looked all excited. Oh, 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 great. That's just great. Oh, fantastic. And uh, he pulls out the cash and he hands it to me and he goes, oh, so you a collector? And I don't know why, dude. I'm like, yeah, I'm not a collector. I don't know why I said yes. But it, it just the first thing that popped out of my mouth. I'm like, fuck. And luckily, I'm wearing my mask, my, my quarantine mask. So he can't see the look of, of defeat on my face. Like, oh, why did I fucking say that? And uh, he's like, oh, yeah. He goes, he goes, oh, I recently put together the CF, C5X9. Whatever the fuck he said. I don't know what he was talking about. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> and... Before you can ask me another follow-up question, I go, oh, I just put together the 89 Batmobile. And he's like, oh, man, that's, that had to have been great. He's like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for that for my birthday. I was like, oh, it was fantastic. The engineering that went into that thing, oh, it was amazing. Oh, yeah, great. And then he, he goes back to the fucking Voltron thing. He goes, yeah, I've been looking forward to this one. He goes, so you bought one for yourself? And I go, yeah. And I, again, I'm like, fuck, why did I say that? And uh, <laughs> and he goes, what do you think? I'm like, oh, man, it's so fun. <laughs> what a piece of shit. I'm like, all right, well, have a, have a good time. Thank you. He's like, oh, thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Later. And I leave. And uh, so essentially, 
essentially, I spent $12 to store a Voltron box in my closet for two years. <laughs> oh, fuck. You have to just laugh at it at this point. There's no other way around it. So I finally got rid of that fucking set. And uh, yeah, I lost $12. And like I said, all I did was store this fucking thing for two years. But you know what? Finally getting rid of it and just the feeling of it being gone. I fancy that. All right. And now it's time for the darker side of life. That's right. It's time for the legendary fuck you moment. And here we go. All right, the fuck you moment is the opposite of fancy. It's when I get negative again. Who wants to end on a positive note? Not this podcaster. <laughs> so this is going to be the flip side of offer up. All right, I finally get rid of my Voltron Lego, my fucking uh, entrepreneurship, you know, my introduction into flipping Lego, which failed miserably. But anyway, I got rid of it. So that's good news. But let's look at the bad side of offer up. This fucking app, dude. You know what? I know OfferUp is like a glorified version of... Do you remember the penny saver back in the day or Recycler? Craigslist was like the next stepping stone. But uh, yeah, now it's uh, OfferUp for me. And these motherfuckers, you put in your price and <clears throat> right away it's like half the price. Like, come on, are you fucking serious? Really? I even put that firm on the price in the ad. All right, you piece of shit. Yeah, people always try to lowball you all the time on this fucking thing. But I have gotten rid of a lot of stuff. So uh, it, it is good as well as evil. But anyway, so I never give out my address, okay? I never do that. Um, I always meet them at the store like I mentioned. But this particular time, so I don't know if I've ever mentioned this before, but the house I'm living in, I'm renting from my father-in-law. So he's got some shit that's, that was left here. And in the backyard, he had a giant safe. Giant, giant heavy safe it's about five feet tall and it's heavy as fuck the reason he brought it home was because he found it bunny ears found it <laughs> i don't know man i think oh well, you know he uh he has a lot of apartment buildings in la and i think he found it in one of his apartment buildings that that he had to evict someone from and he's like fuck it's mine now and he took it and he brought it home with it with plans to bust it open and see what's in it right and so it's been sitting, it was sitting in his yard for like 30 years and he tried to drill out the front and never got it open. So here I come along and it's been years and years. I've seen this thing in the backyard. I was like, fuck, you know what? I'm going to try to get this thing open. Like he, he wasn't able to do it, but it's been sitting there. There's part of it that's kind of corroded. So maybe the metal's weak enough that I can pop this thing open. So I dropped this fucking thing on the ground and the backside is a, uh, is like sheety type metal, but it's still fucking thick and it's heavy and hard and stuff. But I get uh, the sledgehammer and I start going to town on this thing. And I'm fucking with all my might smacking this thing. I finally like pop it, right? And I'm like bending and bending. And I, I, I'm looking inside. I'm like, what fortune and treasures do this thing hold? I'm picturing like, what if it's like gold bars? What if it's millions of dollars? What if it's collectibles, you know, worth... It's priceless collectibles. Like Lego, James? No. I'm done with Lego. I mean, what could it be? What could it possibly be? What if it's nude photos of women? What if it's old Playboys? 
I finally get this thing open. It's just a bunch of junk. <laughs> it's like uh it's like woodworking or uh, sorry, metalworking tools, like these bits and like these uh really old fashioned tools that are all fucked up. I'm like, oh my god, that's it. After all these years, that's the mystery. So now there's this giant safe in the backyard that's all fucking mangled and it's been sitting there for a long time. And uh, after I broke it open, it's still been there for like a year because it's so fucking heavy. I can't get rid of it. It's like, what am I going to do with this thing? And I kind of just, you know, don't worry about it. But now that I'm on quarantine, I'm like, all right, this is one of my projects. I'm going to get rid of this fucking thing. So I put an ad on an offer up like, hey, who wants this metal safe? One dollar. It's yours. I figure because there's a guy that comes by and if I leave like scrap metal out by the curb, he'll pick it up. So I'm like, man, if only I can get it down there because it's too fucking heavy. If I could get down there, maybe he'd take it. But, you know, it's too fucking heavy. So uh, I'm like, yeah, scrap metal. Take it. It's yours. And fine. And this guy, he hits me up like, oh, yeah, I'll come right now. Like he contacted me like within 10 minutes. I'm like, yeah, man, come now. It's yours. I'm like, you got help. It's heavy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a truck. I got help. I'll be there right now. I'm 20 minutes away. I was like, all right. I give him my address, which I fucking never wanted to ever do. But what choice do I have? I waited for this guy for hours. Kept messaging him back. Nothing. Now I'm getting like, oh, Jesus. Great. Now this guy has my address. So now I'm like, other people are hitting me up. Oh, yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. So now I'm worried. Like, what if I give them my address and this piece of shit shows up? And then, you know, now I got two people showing up. (laughs) So now I'm like, great. I'm just going to wait it out. So I told this guy, like, what's going on? I'm like, yeah, this guy, he's not showing up. He said he would. I'll tell you what. If you still have it tomorrow, I'll come tomorrow. I'm like, all right. So anyway, he went up picking it up the next day. But my fuck you is to that first guy. Another one of these people that need to be killed by COVID-19. Who does that shit? Even if something happened where you can't make it, why not send me a message? Oh, yeah, sorry. I can't make it after all. What's, what's so hard in that? You know, what is the deal? What is the deal? James, what if he got into a terrible car accident on his way to your house and he's dead, James, and he can't respond? That's a good point. <laughs> uh, but I think it actually shows that you can, that they read your message and that motherfucker read the messages. So he just wasn't responding to me. So yeah, the, those dickheads. And those dickheads and all the dickheads like that dickhead. Oh, fuck you! Fuck you! Alright! That's gonna do it. This one went a little bit long. But as far as I'm concerned, it's all free. Didn't cost you anything more. Cost me more energy. Took away from my celebrating Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. Look at this. Look what I sacrificed for you people. What you mean, you people? Yeah, I could have been sitting on my ass with a taco and a fucking margarita right about now. Instead, I'm talking to you assholes. James here. You're not talking to anyone. Ugh. You're right. That's even more pathetic. There's no one even here. Except for you. Like I said. Pathetic. I'm going to pretend that you didn't say that, James. Pretend all you want. I said it. (laughs) Why do you you do it again? All right. All right. uh, Thanks for listening. It's been just swell. You know what? I'm probably going to leave you with a song, uh, an original song. I mean, I started the show with a song. Why not end with a song? Nobody wants to hear that, James. Oh, you're still here? 
Alright, so, uh... <laughs> this one goes out to all of you in these desperate, desperate times. It's a song about, uh, about really loving someone and really being there for someone. So, I'll leave you with that song. And as always, I'll leave you with the same fantastic advice. And that's, stay dangerous, my friends. <laughs> Later. Coming close to blowing my love